Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. That was ESPN NFL analyst and former wide receiver Andrew Hawkins on with us earlier in the show. If you missed anything here on Amber and Ian, check out the podcast on the ESPN app. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. You can always join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. Earlier today, Ian Fitzsimmons had an opportunity to sit down with Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow. Well, Jalen, thanks for your time as always here on ESPN Radio. And what a remarkable performance. Just under 400 yards, four rushing touchdowns as you beat LSU. Now go back to the, the quarterback that you were, the offense that you guys were in September compared to where you all are from an individual perspective and a team perspective right now. What's been the biggest difference? Uh, I think the biggest, the biggest difference is embracing challenges um, and acknowledging that we're not a finished product. I think those are the two things that allowed our team to grow. When I speak team, I speak the whole team, whether it's defense, plus teams, or offense. I think we've done a good job um, really embracing challenges and then also uh, leaning on our fourth quarter program, leaning on our offseason training, and then leaning on, leaning on our uh, chemistry. Um, I think that's very key uh, to allow our team to be very effective. And then the grit, the hunger, and our finish is what separates us from different teams. I think our team doesn't lay down um, at all. I think uh, – when we say fourth quarter, we really, we truly mean that, and we try to live by that as much as possible, um, playing a complete game. Uh, to speak about the offense, I think our offense is steadily growing, and we're nowhere near the finish line as far as where we want to be at. Uh, our biggest thing we try to harp on is doing our job. I think that's very important for all of us to be really effective is just doing our job, doing what's asked for, um, really leaning on our training, leaning on our preparation. And uh, our Coach Reese is doing a great job um, leading us. And uh, all we try to do is take the direction from our coaching and learn from them uh, as much as possible. And then, uh, like I said, we try to soak up all information, be a sponge to information, and uh, knowing that we're not a finished product. So uh, we're excited for the future because we're nowhere near the finish line. Jalen Miller, quarterback, Alabama Crimson Tide, joining us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Ian Fitzsimmons. What's the best advice? You mentioned the coaching staff there. And we'll, we'll yeah. get to Coach Tommy Reese in a second. But what's the best advice you've gotten from your head coach, Nick Saban? Play the next play. It might sound cliche, but it's very important to play the next play, whether it's a positive play, negative play, um, play the next play. Um, I think that's very true. And I think uh, falling back to your level of training, I think that's very important. Um, And I take a lot of pride in uh, having a coach like Coach Saban lead us because um, I try to soak up all the information from him. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of teaching here and – I think we're just steadily growing. Elaborate a little bit more on that because that, that fascinates me. I, because watching you earlier in the year and then, you know, when we talked to post game in Mississippi State, you're just having a blast out there. But early on, if you missed a throw, it looked like it really got to you. Is that is that where that advice came from? Like, man, don't let one bad play affect the next play? Yeah, um, I think one thing was that um, no one's going to hold me to a higher standard than myself. Amen. Um, and – I, I try to, you know, the biggest thing I had to learn was not 
we we can never be perfect, but we can strive for perfection. There's only one one person that walked this earth that was perfect, and it was, and it was my Lord, Lord and Savior. So for me to think that I'm gonna be perfect is very false. Um, and uh, but on the other hand, Coach Saban has done a great job just really telling me, you know, it's just all about playing the next play, and we're having the mindset of now. Then that's very important to be successful and play and to play this position and having a mindset of now. And uh, that's that's how I try to approach the game, and that's honestly allowed me to grow. Man, it looks like you're just having a blast out there. I mean, how how, how much fun is it to go out with your guys and just go, man, let's just go play? Yes. Man, football is fun. You know, this is this is a game I've been playing all my life, you know, and to, to have unnecessary stress is not going to allow you to grow and be the best player you can be. So I try to have as much fun as possible, but – what allows me to really have fun is just being around the guys, man. That's 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 what I truly, truly admire, you know, as I take the field Saturday is just really having the next opportunity to be with my teammates. Jalen Milrow, quarterback of one of the best teams in college football, the Alabama Crimson Tide, joining us here on ESPN Radio, getting you ready for another big weekend coming up. And I can't believe it's week 11 already. I mean, where, where, where'd the season go, Jalen? I mean, do you feel the same way as fans <laughs> do and analysts do? Like, wait, we're in week 11? <laughs> Man, yeah, the, the season is rolling, man. But you just gotta appreciate the game because it just it's just flying by. I, I do I definitely agree. You know, oh. uh, now we're we're here and during this week is is it, wild. <laughs> uh, it is, man. And uh, this is this is money time, right? This is crunch time when you come across the holidays. This is when you got to be playing your best ball. And you have a unique relationship with two former Alabama quarterbacks, one Alabama and Oklahoma. And Jalen Hurts, a Heisman Trophy candidate and finalist, and then Bryce Young, a Heisman Trophy winner and number one overall pick who plays for my brother now with the Carolina Panthers. How often do you talk to those guys and lean on the, on those guys a bit? What's that relationship like? Yeah, um, I think two characteristics they both have is mental toughness. And that is something um, that all quarterbacks need to be successful and catapult them to where they want to be in the future. And I think those guys do a great job um, enhancing that. And that is something that I admire from both of them. Um, but I talk to those guys a lot. Um, and those, those, are, those are two guys um, that I consider my brothers. And, you know, I'm happy um, for all the success and all that it took for them to get there. So those, I talk to them a lot. I love it, man. What's your offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, like? Man, I love, I love Coach Reese, man. We, we have a great relationship. I think what allows someone to have a really good relationship in, the, in you know, in this profession is beyond football having just a, a relationship off of football. And I think me and him have a great relationship in, um, with that. And so I admire that a lot. And then, you know, I'm just soaking up so much information out of him because he's so smart. Can he still sling it? Yes, he can. It, it's funny because, like, we'll do a drill every now and then. He'll hop in, let me throw this ball. And he'll throw a spiral. <laughs> We're like, wow. <laughs> he still got he it. still got it, though. <laughs> Still got it, dog. Yeah. I love it, man. Hey, as we turn, get ready to turn to you loose, you got a big game, obviously, coming up against Kentucky, man, and you had a heck of a run, and it's been a remarkable ride for you. What do you do to get away from the game, just to kind of dial out? I know Bryce used to cook a lot, probably still does. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you yeah. do just to step away and kind of check out? I think what I do, I think this is something kind of different, but I like to watch, like, younger game, meaning like high school. I like watching high really? school because like, yeah, I like watching high school games because that is, if it wasn't for my high school, I wouldn't have got to where I am I am now. So I, that's where I like really try to like take my mind off of college football and like really put my mind in high school football, you know, just to get my mind off of it and just, and then also just, man, appreciating the journey that it took for me to get here. So I think that's something I do to get away from football. 
Man, really quickly, go back to that young man. I live in Dallas, Texas. Go back to that young man okay. that was in Katy, Texas, right? Right outside yeah, of Houston. That's yeah. a powerhouse, folks. Right. Andy Dalton was there. I mean, he came out of Katy. I mean, there's been some studs right. that have come out of Katy, Texas. Go back to that young man when he was maybe yeah. sixth, seventh grade and tell him this yeah. is where he's going to be. What would that young man have said? Yeah. I'll say that this, the young man that I was would be very proud of who I am now. To, to think that I would be here. You know, a lot of doubters, a lot of, a lot of trials, tribulations, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that took, you know, along this journey, man. It's just, it's just a wild journey, you know. And I appreciate it as much as possible. I'm humbled um, to be to have this opportunity because um, not too many people have this opportunity to play Division One football, you know, especially, um, you know, with the journey that I have, you know, and, and being told that I couldn't play the position, being told to switch positions, being told I wasn't smart enough. I would never have the opportunity to play for Alabama, and now look where I am. So I'm just embracing the challenges, embracing the naysayers, and having fun along the journey. Well, now you understand, folks, where that drive comes from. As you, every time Alex Thompson, one of your sports information directors, when hit when he sends you a text, what's your instant reaction every time you see his name? He that's my dog. So I, I heart his message and I holler at him. That, that's, my, that's my dog. I be, I be looking forward to his text. You know, he, he give me a smile. Every day, so I appreciate his text. You know, hey, we love AT. Dog, so, we yeah. love AT. We put him on scholarship, but it is free every now and then, right? So there we go. Yeah, man. he's good people. <laughs> Jalen, man, continued success. Can't wait to watch you play. It's been a joy, man. Thank you so much for your time here on ESPN. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Roll Tide. What a great interview there between Ian Fitzsimmons and Jalen Milrow. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. It has turned out to be a heck of a season for that young man. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, we will give our biggest takeaways from the first half of the NFL season. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Do you still doodle, Ian Fitzsimmons? Like, were you a doodler in high school? Did you sit there and draw Ever is this a girl thing? This might have been a girl thing. I don't know. Like in school on, you know, your pad or your your notebook when you're taking notes and whatever. And a lot of the times you end up just drawing pictures, drawing fancy words. You see this blank stare I'm giving no? you right now? No, nope, never did. Rachel, anybody? Rachel was alive when it was computers. So no, I don't no, know no, if Rachel I doodled. Knows what I'm talking. I doodled. 
We were just talking about in the control room. We all doodled. Yeah, I would make those little S's or those little 3D cubes in my notebook. Yes. You remember the, you know what the chain, the little, like us, you turned it into a chain? I like how Rachel's like doing little hand motions to try to show you. I'm doing flowers right now, Rachel. See, I'm still doing it. I'm I'm over here with my notes and then I'm finding myself doodling while we're, while we're on air. I just drew a flower. Oh, Ian Fitzsimmons is showing me his notepad. We both have legal notepads. His is just strictly business. Mine (laughs) is business mixed with some doodles. So there you go. <laughs> Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. So not surprising when people doodle. Is it surprising what we've learned so far this NFL season? Is there a surprise team, Ian? For me, frankly, it would probably be the Texans because what they've done, and it's funny to say that about a team sitting at 500, but they're so much better than I think any of us expected. And just the bright spots. I mean, there's a reason they gave, what, Domingo Ryan's a seven-year contract? This wasn't supposed to be a quick build. This was supposed to be a slow build. And they gave him the freedom and the commitment in order to be able to do that. They draft C.J. Stroud. They clearly knock that draft pick out of the park. And just overall, I feel like you already can have so much more confidence in that coaching staff than we expected halfway through his first season in that position. Yeah, I would agree with you on the Texans for the good side. I'd also say, and this is going to sound nuts coming off of last night, because recency, right, bias is going to say, man, are you forget being drunk. I mean, are you on heavy narcotics? But the Jets without Aaron Rodgers at 4-4, four and four, that's all, it's all about the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. But if I'd have told you no Aaron Rodgers, that offensive line, Zach Wilson, they're going to be 500 at the midway point, you just said you're on heavy narcotics, right? So, I mean, I, I got to give a tip of the cap to Robert Sala and the defense of the New York Jets to have them at 500 right now. Um, and I'll give you another one. Uh, to the other side, the Bills being only one game above 500 yep. is a surprise to the negative. I thought they would be on top of that division along with your Miami Dolphins and duking it out into week 17, week 18. That is Uh, certainly one of the biggest surprises to me is the Bills and where they sit. I mean, the fact that the Jets are sitting at second in the division, the team that we watched last night, right? Well, the Bills are second, one game ahead of, of, yeah. Right, sorry. The Bills are second now off of that loss last, the Bills, right? No, hold on. Bills are five and four, Jets are four and four. Okay, there you go. Bills are five and four now. Jets and four and four coming off of this weekend. Jets were second in the division before that. The point is the fact that they're those two teams are neck and neck is not at all what we expected once Aaron Rodgers went down. And you thought that the Bills were going to be so much better than the Bills have ended up being this season, a bit inconsistent there for Buffalo. So that is one of the biggest surprises. When it comes to the New York Jets, by the way, Greeny layoff Robert Sala's beard. It looked nice last night. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hold on a uh, minute. Was he the, ripping it? Yeah, well, he was saying that the beard looked darker and that it didn't make sense and that what? it was shocking that the beard was so much darker. I think he was being... I think there might have been an allegation. I think there just might have been a little bit of it without saying it. I felt like there was there was an allegation there, the hair dye, you know, without it without it being directly said. And I don't know. Do you think there's hair dye there? Has, I That's like accusing how dark. I did notice how dark the beard was, which is funny that I heard Greeny and Hembo bringing it up today because I did notice. I thought that he he looked very handsome. I thought that it looked nice on him. I don't know what... That's almost I, I'm like... I'm not well-versed in men's beards. Look, I am. I've had one for, what, 
over a decade now, almost uh, after one of my, one of my rounds of foot surgeries, I actually shaved my beard and my wife walking uh, my daughter, Marin home. This is like uh, six, seven years ago, walking her home from elementary school goes, I just want to warn you, dad shaved his beard. Marin dropped right there on the sidewalk. And she goes, tell him to grow it back before I get home. <laughs> I mean, like just distraught. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I admire a, a damn good beard, and I thought that was a that was a fine looking beard. It was As a matter nice of fact, looking beard. That's like accusing Sam Hartman, quarterback at Notre Dame, of dyeing his beard. That damn thing is majestic, right? So Hartman, Salah, phenomenal football beards. Back to our regularly scheduled program. I, I agree with you there. No surprise there, since we're talking about surprises at the midpoint so far in this season. The Broncos, they've been. I don't know if surprising is the right word, but they've been worse than I thought they were going to be this season. And it's funny because if you had told me that that Broncos team is going to be sitting at three and five and they're going to be atrocious this season, but also it's not going to be the worst season from Russell Wilson. He is going to look better than he did last season. I would have been surprised by that because I thought this team was going to go the way that at least that quarterback went. And I'm not saying that Russell Wilson looks phenomenal this season, but it has been better than last season. And yet that team overall, even under a coach that we all believed in, is not any better, it doesn't appear, than last season overall. I'll give you another team that is quietly and flying way under the radar, and they love it. Don't talk about us. We're good uh, with you not giving us any love, we're just going to go out here and continue to stack stockpile wins after a one and two start. The Jacksonville Jaguars have rattled off five straight, including wins against the Bills, against the division leading Saints, and then at Pittsburgh. D- come on. I mean, they are building on what they started last year in Doug Peterson's first year as a head coach. Now, second year with Trevor Lawrence in that system. They get the Niners at home this week. Niners have lost three straight. Watch out. Jacksonville is flying under the radar. Not a lot of people are talking about them, and they're just fine with that. That is one of my midseason observations that, you know what? That team in a loaded AFC is sneaky good. They are good. They're not surprising to me because I expected them to be good. I expected them to win the division. What was surprising to me is the way they started the season. I mean, that was the surprising part is that they looked bad at the very beginning of the season. You're absolutely right. They've got this thing worked out and they are well on track. So the Jacksonville Jaguars midseason do look like a very good football team. There's a team in the NFC West that looked like an amazing football team at the beginning of the season. And now all of a sudden the wheels have fallen off in the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, it's been surprising lately. If you're going to talk about surprises so far at this midway point, it's been surprising to see what's happened here with the 49ers and this cliff that they seemingly have fallen off of. You know, I, I still believe in those guys. Um, and I, I wouldn't even call it a cliff. I mean, it was at Cleveland. They lose 19 to 17. Right. Great defense. Great defense that they were up against. At the Vikings, right, where another one-score loss. And then they get absolutely rolled by the Bengals. But they've been banged up. I mean, when I say banged up, you're losing one of the best left tackles for a stint, right, in Trent Williams. Mm -hmm. One of your key key core guys at linebacker also gets nicked up. Fred Warner's been banged up. I mean, they they – and Brock Purdy's been banged up. 
You lose Debo Samuel for a stint. I mean, we can keep going on down the list. They're going to get a lot of those guys back, and that's why. Am I surprised they lost three straight? Yeah, but when you really look at what they did and, and, and how they lost them and the, and the personnel they didn't have available to them, when you really peel back the layers of that onion, is it that surprising? Especially when you think two of them were on the road and another one was against the red-hot Bengals with Joe Burrow being healthy. It's surprising the way that Brock Purdy has looked lately. I mean, it is surprising. Injuries happen, and you're right. They're banged up. Injuries happen, though, to all these teams in the NFL. I do think that it's been surprising the large step back that they suddenly took. And part of that is where they set the bar. I mean, they looked like early in the season, they were hands down the best team. There was no argument that they were the best team. Certainly the best team in the NFC, but a lot of people thought the best team in the NFL. And now no one's advocating for that at this point. Yeah, but Purdy's still completing around like, what, 68% of his passes? He's got over 2,000 yards. I mean, what, like 14 touchdowns, five picks? I mean, is that where the bar is now for Mr. Irrelevant? (laughs) <laughs> he's still playing pretty good football and he's been nicked up also. We will see. There's still a lot of football left to be played. So we get an opportunity to hear to see whether it was more the first half of the first half of the season or the second half of the first half of the season. That was the true story of the San Francisco 49ers. We will find all of that out and plenty more here in the second half of the NFL season. So those are our impressions at the midway point coming up next. We're going to find out what's a big deal and what's not a big deal. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rachel's been going old school all day long with little Whitney Houston on your radio here on Amber and Ian ESPN Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Still slaps, Ian. Just let it wash all over you, right? One of the best national anthems ever, Whitney Houston. That's true. That's inarguable. No one's trying to argue against that. That is absolutely true. Just absolute gem with that voice of hers. All right. We have to find out what's a big deal, not a big deal, right? I mean, Whitney Houston was a huge deal, but we need to find out what else in this world is a big deal. Let's hop to it. It's making headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. But is it a big deal or not a big deal with Amber and Ian? And Harry Black, who is filling in for James Steele today. Hello, Harry. How's it going, you guys? Let's start off where we've already been, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Zach Zinter, the Michigan offensive lineman, quote, I know there's a lot of noise going on the outside of the building. I haven't really paid too much attention to it, but I mean, if someone thinks we're the villain, I'm fine being the villain. 
Sometimes the villain wins and takes down the superhero. Ian, big deal, not a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal because these dudes in Penn State, you better buckle that chin strap a little bit tighter because these dudes are coming in pissed off. I mean, and Zach Zinter, when I saw him in person against Minnesota, that dude is as mean as, as a rattlesnake. I mean, he, and he will get after you. He, he's going to be probably a second round pick, maybe late first, the, the guard out of Michigan. And when he's saying things like that, that that's going to bleed through the entire room because he's a leader. So that is a big deal. And get ready. Penn State, you better come with your backbone because these dudes are coming in hacked off. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a big deal because it seems like a rallying cry. And when you're facing the adversity, when you feel like the world's against you, if you're a true competitor, you're going to use it as fodder. And that's exactly what Zach Zinter is doing with these comments. And I would imagine that's what a lot of dudes on that team are going to do. They feel like everyone's coming after their program, coming after their coaching staff. It's already been a season of adversity for Michigan, not in terms of on the field. They've been pretty excellent, but certainly in terms of the coach with the self-imposed Michigan suspension, they were able to survive that. Are they going to be in a scenario where they don't have their coach towards the end of the season in these incredibly pivotal games? What does it all mean if they make a college football playoff? Are people going to take them seriously if they embrace it? the guys on the team, then they will have a real opportunity here to try to shock the world or prove everybody wrong or whatever it is that they're going to have the chip on their shoulder for. So, yeah, it's probably a big deal. It probably means that they're going to have that little extra pep in their step. Lay the four. Telling you right now, it's an early bet to your hands bleed. I'm taking Michigan. Minus the matter of fact, already did it. All right. From college to the pros, but pro baseball, Hal Steinbrenner spoke with Yankees players on whether they should keep Aaron Boone as the team's manager or not. They have decided to keep Aaron Boone for the upcoming season. Amber, big deal, not a big deal. Apparently, it wasn't just the current players, but he also was asking former players about this. He was consulting with staffers about this. This was a groupthink decision, apparently, whether to keep Aaron Boone. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, it's it's not how we normally see things done, frankly. I, I guess it's a big deal when you want the voices of everybody. Steinbrenner said we had a winning season. That's not an accomplishment for us. That's a requirement. It has been ugly for the New York Yankees. You knew moves were going to be made apparently Boone not one of them Ian I'm gonna go not not a big deal because it is a man named Steinbrenner and it is the Yankees and I would expect nothing less it's like he went through a to a voodoo priestess or clairvoyant and goes dad what would you do well I'm gonna go talk to Nick Swisher (laughs) (laughs) to me it's the Yankees it's a Steinbrenner Ah, it's expected to me not a big deal to Aaron Boone it's a big deal to me not so much yeah, Aaron Boone is definitely a big deal. Uh, hell yeah, it is to him. He's like, wait, you did what? Right? Talk to Andy Pettit, Nick Swisher about my future? Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, at least they came to the right decision on Boone's part. There you go. All right. In the NFL, tell me if you've heard this name before. Carson Wentz has signed with the Rams. Big deal, not a big deal, Ian. The Rams aren't a big deal, much less Carson Wentz signing with the Rams. Not a big deal. Yeah, not a big deal at all. I mean, he's going to be a backup quarterback here 
to Matthew Stafford. Brett Rippian was waived as part of this process. The Rams generally are not a big deal this season. We knew they weren't going to be. In fact, early in the season, that was one of the surprises for a moment there, Ian. It almost looked like they were going to be surprising, right, for a very, very brief moment. And then we realized, no, the Rams are who we thought that they were. And it is not a big deal. Carson Wentz is not going to be some sort of savior for this Rams team by any means. Let me ask you this really quickly. Sean McVay is a is a hell of a of a, a evaluator of talent. Can he correct Carson Wentz and fix him? On that that to me, I'm I'm curious. Not a big deal, but I'm curious to see if a guy can fix a man who not long ago was in the running for an MVP. I mean, not long ago. It was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. Are we gonna like we? It's been six seven years since Carson Wentz was that guy. I feel like at some point we've got to move on from that conversation. No, it's been too long. It's been multiple teams since then, and it's been a whole lot of bad since then. So it might be because of injury. I don't think it's always fair, the Carson Wentz conversation. I think we forget how taxing these injuries can be on these guys. I'm not going to say Carson Wentz was ever a pumpkin, right? He was, I think, a legit Cinderella at the time, but those injuries, whatever happened, the journey, it has turned him into Jalen more Hurts of a pumpkin. I don't know if you could turn him back into a Cinderella. Uh, Jalen Hurts being drafted. Hurt him. I'm just curious if Sean McVay can fix something there. Next up, the Los Angeles Lakers contacted the NBA League office Tuesday about what they view as numerous missed foul calls in Monday's 108-107 loss to your Miami Heat, Amber. Big deal or not a big deal? I mean, get the ambulance. Ready, because my goodness, all of a sudden LeBron James, out of all people, is complaining in the Los Angeles Lakers about not getting foul calls. LeBron James, who I've been watching in the league for 20 years, get all the foul calls because they give that sort of credence to the superstars in the NBA. We all know it. They all get the calls, and LeBron is the best at getting the calls. So now he's whining, and his team's whining about not getting the calls because they lost to Miami. No, this is ridiculous. Uh, not a big deal, Ian. Not a big deal. I'm with you on that one. If, Austin, if, if He made three great basketball decisions in the final two minutes of the game. Passing to Austin Reeves twice when he created a remarkable space. And I can't remember who it was in the corner who drives the lane and then dishes over to him. And it's a order a milkshake before you get to set and shoot a three. And they all missed. So if they don't, if one of those goes down and they win the game, they're not complaining. So to me, it's not a big deal. I mean, the Lakers <laughs> with the clips that they're showing, they attempted four three free throws against Miami. that's below the season average of just over five attempts. I mean, the whole thing just feels like a lot of whining early on when the real problem with this Lakers team is that LeBron's being relied on too much and that he's having to play too many minutes and he's darn near 40 years old. I mean, that's the real problem with the Lakers, right? And then Anthony Davis has never been the guy who's been able to fully take over for LeBron. He's never been the one. The pieces aren't there for the Lakers. They've got a lot of problems. LeBron not getting the calls or the Lakers not getting all the calls That ain't one of the biggest problems here by any means for this Lakers team. All right, next up, the Cowboys sign wide receiver Martavis Bryant, who has been out of the NFL since 2015. He did have a stint in the XFL. Ian, big deal, not a big deal on the Cowboys signing. I saw him in the XFL when I was calling games in that league and and hopefully will be again, um, you know, with a merger with USFL, XFL again. I had a blast. He is in shape. He's got muscles in his earlobes. 
He is a monster of you. When he came out of the tunnel, they were playing the St. Louis Battlehawks, Amber. Anthony Becht, head coach of St. Louis, whose son Rocco is a starting quarterback at Iowa State, longtime New York Jet, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Becht looks at me and goes, look at the size of that human. That's a wide receiver. I mean, he, he, so he's stayed in shape. He's just had multiple suspension after suspension. So because it's the Cowboys, I'll say it's a big deal, but I'm curious to see if he has anything left because he didn't have a lot of quarterback play to be able to throw to him with the Vegas Vipers. But, man, he, as far as just the, the eyeball test, he looks good. He's in shape. So because Martavious. it's the Cowboys, I'll go big deal. Martavius was suspended starting back in 2015 for violating the league's Substance abuse policy for a large part of 2016. Multiple violations of the league's substance abuse policy. He played his last game in 2018. It was a rough one for Martavius Bryant. You mentioned the stint in the XFL. It has been a lot of years since he's been part of the National Football League. Now he's on the practice squad. But I'll say it's not a big deal overall for the Cowboys. But I'll say, sure, it's a big deal for a guy who it appears has not ever given up, not given up on himself, not given up on his dream. And now he's got another opportunity to redeem himself here. So we'll see if he's able to do it. He's only 31 years old. All right. Last one. Bill Self has signed a five-year deal with Kansas, effectively making him a Jayhawk for life. Amber, big deal, not a big deal. 53 million dollars over a five-year contract i mean these contracts are huge it's a five-year rolling contract and makes self the highest paid coach in college ball so yeah it's it's a big deal because of the size of the contract it's absolutely a big deal ian yeah and he just continues to be able to skirt the rules i knew you were gonna do that yep (laughs) so it's a big deal I mean, the man has multiple national titles. He's got 20 conference championships. He's certainly been one of the most successful coaches in the college game. And and consistent as well. I will say overall, though, like getting a lifetime contract, as we're all calling it, that in and of itself is not a big deal because we know none of that's real. (laughs) Like you yeah. could, they can what, always find what, ways you, you, to move you on. You bust up a morals clause in there, and guess what? Yep. See Michigan yep. State football. There you go, yep. right there. They can Bam. always find ways. Yep. Nothing really is a lifetime contract by any means. But the numbers, the money, yeah, it's a big deal. Had to slip this one in here. Our own Rachel Robinson has never been to Popeye's. I already know it's a big oh, deal, but dear Lord. Ian, big deal, not a big deal. I Man, that's the best biscuit in America, right there. I mean, that, it really is. Oh I, don't, I mean, God. I don't know. Maybe that's sacrilege because it's we're talking about a fast food joint, but Popeyes biscuits, Rachel, mm. you no, had no, 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 genuinely no. not lived life. They're red yep. beans and rice, and eh. those Popeyes eh. biscuits. No, 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 no I, grew, I grew up biscuits. with Bojangles. So no. a Bojangles biscuit no. to me. She's just no. making up places nope. now. Yeah. No, no, no. That's no, no, no. That's a Bojangles, Bojangles is a, is is a real place. It is. It is. But it ain't, and it, it, ain't, it doesn't hold a candle biscuit yeah. wise. I actually She's, don't know if my hometown has a Popeyes. Like I'm really thinking about Rachel, it. Rachel, you come out of ESPN. You take a left. You go down by the Courtyard Marriott on your left-hand side. There's a Popeye's right there. Right, right it's past less the cookies than a mile at the That's it. That's the opposite way from my apartment. It's worth it. It's five minutes from ESPN, Hit Rachel. It. Go, go get a three-point stand, fire off, and attack some biscuits, biscuits at Popeye's. Trust me. I mean, everyone talks about the chicken. To me, 
it's, biscuits. Uh, it's the biscuits. The biscuits. Yep. I used to go in college, you know, back when I used to eat carbs. Uh, on a get Sunday a dozen morning? Of those on a, uh, yep, get Ooh. a dozen of those Popeye's biscuits, me and my roommates. Come That's on. living, Rachel. You haven't done it. Catch up. All right, coming up next here on Amber and Ian. We're going to wrap up the show with some caller roulette. If you want to join the conversation, we are opening up the phone lines to you. We haven't done this in far too long. Triple eight, say ESPN, whatever you got, your hottest takes, what are your mid season surprises or impressions here? Halfway through the NFL season, the Michigan sign stealing scandal. There's a lot of finger pointing going on ahead at the collegiate level. And then the story of the night was the college football playoff rankings. Any shocking news there? Go ahead. Chime in. Triple eight, say, ESPN. We'll take your calls next. Popeyes! Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's been way too long since we have opened up the phone lines to the people, Ian. I mean, you and I have hardly been on the air for the month of October. So that's part of it because we were so inconsistently on the air because of postseason baseball. But we're back. And because we are back consistently Taking phone calls. It is back as well. We love when you chime into the conversation. Triple eight, say ESPN. Whatever your hottest takes are, want to react to anything that you heard tonight. Also, of course, you can check out the podcast if you missed anything on the ESPN app. Let's hop to it. 13 black odd. No winner. Spin the wheel, make a deal. It's a game of chance. Let's play. Call a roulette with Amber and Ian. 8-8-7-2-9-3-7-7-6. Not the other word that I famously said on Friday. The number is 3776. Get your head out of the gutter, Ian Fitzsimmons. Let's spin the wheel. I didn't say a word. <laughs> Stanley. Stanley's calling us from Iowa. Stanley, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? I just wanted to talk about that Popeye's Bojangles thing. Go ahead. That- that uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, Popeye's biscuits was good, but Bojangles got them blueberry biscuits, and they delicious. And Rachel just needs to take that right and go to her apartment and say, take that left. That's all. <laughs> Thank you, Stanley. Wow. Thank you. Blueberry biscuits. All right. I, I mean, real talk, I've never had blueberry biscuits no, no, no. from Bojangles. Oh, blueberry. They are Either- blueberries, but blueberry. Right. Got it. Either way. I am not well-versed in them. I am only well-versed in the Popeye's biscuits. And when I was eating Popeye's biscuits, it was 10 or 15 years ago. So, I mean, I probably haven't had a Popeye's biscuit real talk in a decade, but that's because I'm always, you know, trying to clean it up a little bit, Ian, although I still dream of them at night. I'm not afraid. Just look at me. And the last time I had one was about two weeks ago, and they're still (laughs) damn good. 
Rachel, you have to go. The Popeyes are everywhere. I know you have a bunch around you, so just go. Yeah, have give us a one. Pepsi challenge report, report back, back tomorrow. tomorrow. Give us a Pepsi challenge on the Popeyes biscuit versus the Boo Berry from Bojangles. You've had you've had worse homework assignments than this. I assure Hell you, this yeah. is an I excellent guess, one. I guess, and you can write it off because we're making you do it right. as part of your job. I'll Triple pay you the buck fifty for all the the uh, managers listening right now. Amber said it, not me. <laughs> Triple A, say ESPN. It's cute. You think I have that kind of pull? Spin the wheel. Timmy is calling us from the state of Tennessee. Hey, Timmy, go ahead. So Tennessee-Missouri game's coming up this Saturday, and tonight Tennessee got ranked ahead of Missouri. What uh, fire do you think that will put under Coach Hoppel in Tennessee to keep up the uh, – to put in uh, – keep up the rise or whatever? And uh, how much uh, does that kick into Missouri – as kind of an anger game, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, look, Missouri's coming off a very physical game and a gut-wrenching loss where they thought they had a shot to beat the two-time defending champs, Georgia at Georgia. Tennessee is a much-improved football team. They have a great one-two punch with with right and small at running back. But right now, I mean, I might even pick this game come Thursday and bet to your hands bleed, but I have a slight lean right now, Tennessee over Mizzou, just because – it was such a physical game against Georgia and an emotional letdown, Amber, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you came away from that loss for Mizzou, though, feeling good about Missouri, right? like better about Missouri because of how hard fought that game was against a very good Georgia Bulldogs team. But like you, I could see there being a letdown because you just you gave it everything you had. You were that close and, and Tennessee's good and, and not to be messed with. And so I feel like Tennessee's coming into that game in a slightly better position because of that. Triple H say ESPN spin it. A lot of food takes, so let's keep going with them. CJ is calling us from Atlanta. CJ, what do you have for us on Bojangles? I'm all about sports, but when we talk about Bojangles, I'm here to tell y'all, y'all sleep on Bojangles cinnamon biscuits with a sweet tea. It is swinging. Popeye's back in the day was good when Michael Jackson was alive, but since then, <laughs> Bojangles is on point. I'm here to tell you, two cinnamon biscuits, a lot of sweet tea, it's over. All right, hey, CJ, is- hold on real quick. CJ, Educate yes, America, sir. give me 10 seconds on this, on the greatness of the varsity in Atlanta. You come to Atlanta, you got to get the varsity. If you want grease, you want your stomach upset, but yet you got that cheeseburger, you got that orange creamsicle drink, yep. it's on point, and then you go to Georgia Tech. Varsity all the way, baby. It's funny, I drive past varsity every time I'm at my brother's, and I never Woo. stop. So what I think we've learned from CJ and from this discussion and from others is that we're old. That's what I feel like we've learned because I feel like what's happening here is that everyone's calling in and be like, no, no, no. Popeye's used, used to be to good, be. but you two are ancient. I'm just saying that's two calls for Bojangles and zero for Popeye's. And both of them, both I of them said that Popeye's used to be the jam, but it ain't anymore. So I think Ian and I are apparently out of touch. Also, by the way, I didn't know fast food was trendy and I didn't know that I could be like, age-shamed for fast food. The two biscuits I had from Popeye's took me back in time. There you go. I, I, I have to Phenomenal. defer to you on the Popeye's Like discussion. the music choices today. Like the music. Hey, you know uh, what? The music me. choices today harken back, back to Tuesday. a different time when apparently Ian and I were enjoying Popeye's. <laughs>
<laughs> and everybody was. But now everyone's apparently moved on to Bojangles. I don't believe it. Those Popeye's biscuits were so darn good. I feel like they would hold up through the test of time. Oh, the melted butter on top, and it just you pull them open, the steam comes out, and it's all flaky. Come on. You got to put oh some honey gosh. on them, too, by the way. Hell yeah. yeah. Honey Let's on get naughty. Fist. That never goes out of style. Come on. All right, Rachel, Getting you've got to do man. your homework. We have given you homework tonight, so you've got to somehow make this homework assignment, it, it, probably tomorrow, but you've got to make this homework assignment happen, and you have to report back on Popeye's, even Honest if opinion. Ian and I are old. Those bas- those biscuits will change your life. Emmett no, Golden, hungry. Q Myers, they probably like Popeyes. Maybe they like Bojangles as well. They'll tell you next. Game night, ESPN Radio.